Hey, y'all, what it do, what it is. Y'all know what time? It's Hold Up and Another Thing presented by Mixed Vibes Media. Y'all already know the vibes. Speaking of vibes, I, I got a lovely angelic voice on the pile with me today. A.G. Sully. Sully, right? A.G. Sully, right? Yes, yes. I got her. Yeah, her. Uh, I heard her own the Tony Corn has a podcast. Uh, someone sent your music in. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't even listen to the music at the end. I just be like, all right. Uh, but it's like that song hit. I want to say Lock My Door was the first song that came on. I, I, I think so, yeah. It just hit. Like, I don't know why. It just hit personally. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's not like I'm not used to that type of music when I listen to the pod to come on. So um, let me start off with that. What's it like to have that experience, to have sports people coming to you? you know it's an audience that i didn't that i haven't had before that i i mean like i you know i didn't really know who i didn't know anything about that podcast and i was very surprised like the guy that sent the song in i you know wait tables on the side and he was like, I really want to submit you to this podcast. It's a sports podcast, but they highlight like independent artists. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, and it's like a whole different audience that like started reaching out and liking my stuff, like on Facebook and Instagram, like, like, 40 year old men (laughs) and I'm like this is awesome (laughs) it was funny though it was it was so like different than the usual people and I I I like a little variety I think it's fun respect it I respect it like I said the music came on like I told you I was just shocked I've been sending your music to people because it's like oh this is dope right here y'all really sure hear this but thank um, you so it's a couple of songs I want to ask you about, but let's start okay. in it. What influenced you? Like, what made you decide, okay, I want to do music? I, well, I started singing in high school, and I was doing mostly church music. And I had planned to do that with my life. I was, I wanted to like lead worship. And then I got, I started studying at MTSU um, and was just like exposed to things that I had never been exposed to before, like different music. I mean, I was definitely raised in like a very conservative family and I just never heard like anything with, I feel like the most like soulful music that I heard growing up was earth, wind and fire. Like I heard a few songs by, by them. And I was like, this is cool. But I, I think just being around different people that I just never been around before. And I started writing in college. And I think that's when it clicked for me that I didn't really, I didn't really care about, church music like what I really wanted to write about was things that I was experiencing and stuff that you know 
I wanted to write about my life and my thoughts and my relationships and I wanted people to relate to it and I realized that it, you know writing songs was the most like precious form of communication that I had ever experienced and I think that's when it clicked for me that I didn't just want to sing I wanted to sing what I wrote you know you wanted to sing about your life and your experiences yeah Right. It's dope. Like I said, that's dope. Um, so what's your process when you're writing a song? Do you is it some is it something that clicks in you or do you maybe sit down and be like, I'm gonna write a song today? What's your process? You know, it's different. I do sit down to write a lot just because I, I, I like I like playing. You know, I play piano mostly. Um but I do feel like I do get some ideas randomly and just record them on a voice message or voice memo really quickly. Like if I'm at work, you know, sometimes I just step outside and then I'm excited to work on it later. But it's usually just I like pick out like some chords on piano and it's probably I'm already thinking something I'm already going through or dealing with something and I need to write about it um but I'm usually at home I don't do a lot of co-writing so I'm, I'm usually just playing around on piano or like trying to figure out something on guitar and it just kind of comes about okay uh let's take you back just a little bit go back one more time uh a lot of singers they say they started in the church mm -hmm. was it you that said i want to sing in the church or was it your family say hey you got a good voice you should be a part of singing in the church i wanted to do it like i feel like i was kind of the one dragging like we we grew up in the church we grew up in the church, but I was definitely the one kind of going to new places that were different than like, because, uh, you know, I, I was born in into the Southern Baptist Church. And as when I started to sing, like, I really wanted to sing with the band and like, I loved and it's not right. Like, it's not what leading worship should be. But I love just being in front of people and singing, you know, right. and I was the one getting my parents to come to like the church that I was going to so that they could hear me sing. You know what I'm saying? Makes a lot of sense. Uh, what, what is it that you get like an extra, extra adrenaline kick when you sing it in front of people? Yeah, it's, it's adrenaline. I think it's also just feeling very like understood in that moment. Like, cause I'm pretty, pretty introverted and pretty soft-spoken and I don't like, I wouldn't say I'm the center of attention in most situations. Definitely not like the life of the party and like performing is the one moment where people are really really listening to what i have to say and i think that's what it is for me it's very special i understand that i uh 
I wouldn't consider myself center of attention either, but I do a podcast. Actually, I do a couple of them. So I'm like you said, I'm the quiet kid until it's time to do the podcast, and I can talk mm-hmm. and I give my opinion. So I like when you said that, I instantly, I, I, it clicked. I completely right. understood that. Like, right, it's like your moment that feels like it's only your moment, you mm-hmm. know. And it's my talent. This is just like yes. Saying, Yes, you and you blessing the world with your talent because you are talented. Let me make Thank sure you. I will make sure I say that enough in this podcast. You are definitely talented. But uh, you. when you was at uh, it's Middle Tennessee State, right? Yes. Okay, cool. I know a little bit about Tennessee. I'm from Kentucky. I know a little bit about Tennessee. Mm. Uh, what What was the first song that you heard there that was like, oh, all right. Um, or artist, it could be a song or artist that made you go, "Yeah, I won't switch. I won't switch it up a little bit more." I started, or a friend showed me D'Angelo, and that rocked my world. Um, obviously, I listened to Voodoo like top to bottom, and was like, "Wait a sec, <laughs> like this is." I mean, I I just never heard anything like it. And I loved, like, his vocal performance. It's so imperfect, but perfect at the same time. Um, And I loved that how, like, sloppy, like, the whole, you know, his songs, they're not, like, super polished, and that's what makes them so good. Um. And then I started to listen to like No Name and like that kind of like I'd heard like I'd heard rap, of course, but like No Name, she was one of my biggest like influences for a long time because she was like rapping over jazz and Mm. I really love jazz. And yeah, like those were two big artists that like really changed me and that that was also when Daniel Caesar was like at the height of being Daniel Caesar and that was like very approachable like soul music you know and all of that combined was like I'm I have to stop I have to stop singing Hillsong (laughs) and like I have to like get in this world it just felt so right for me like vocally to sing that style let me tell you when you said d'angelo it it uh like another thing it just clicked like yo she do give me a d'angelo feel you give me that soulful enjoyment of music like you i don't know your voice just says passion it gives a lot of passion when you sing um so do you remember the first song you wrote? Yes. What was it um, called? <laughs> it was the... I can't remember the name of it, if I'm being honest. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if it had a name. <laughs> the The first song I wrote was um, in college, and my parents sold our childhood home that like we grew up in and it was really sad to me like that was the only house that I had ever lived in and 
I came home and every, it was empty. And that really, that was really, really emotional for me. And I'm already a really emotional person. I'm like extremely sensitive. And I think that was the first time that I felt like I wanted to write a song. I had never really been like, I never really been in love. Like all of the things that people write songs about, like I had never really experienced yet. And that was the first moment for me that I was like, I think that I need to write about coming home to my empty childhood home. Uh, you talked about your parents. How supportive are your parents in your goal of chasing music? Because a lot of parents will look at their child saying music or acting. They'll look at them with a sad eye like, mm, you don't want to be a doctor or a lawyer? <laughs> Do you know some this more, I guess they will say stable would be the word. How are they with your support of music? Ooh. <laughs> um, they... You know, like, they recognize that I love doing it, mm -hmm. and they recognize that I, I'm good at it. Um, there's a disconnect for sure. You know, there's a disconnect when it comes to, like, the industry and how brutal it is, especially like as a woman being a woman in the music industry is insane you know there's so many parts of that that there's so many layers of that but I think they'd want me to be happy and they don't quite understand it why I would choose to like work a service job and choose to be broke you know, when I could have just gone to school and, or I, I also quit school. I don't think I told you that. Um, that was a big thing. That was a really big thing that my parents were not happy with, but you know, they, they want me to pursue what makes me feel like complete, but it's a disconnect for sure. Okay. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right, so let me ask about the two songs that was on the podcast before I get into the uh, the other songs that I that I heard. And I was like, "Whoa, um, like mm -hmm. my mm -hmm. where was where was you at mentally when you wrote that song?" Because that's a so I had some bad roommates. Okay, and it's actually literally about locking my door and. I would just come, I've lived in an apartment with two other girls and they were just kind of mean. like we didn't get along and they were like very passive aggressive with me. And so I would just come home and go straight to my room and like, just hope that I wouldn't have to run into them or anything. Um, so it's about those girls. Okay. Uh, you know, I've never lived with anybody that I wasn't in a relationship with. I mm -hmm. People having roommates, I don't even know if I can handle it. Cause like you said, people like people be jerks. <laughs> and they, I, I just rather not deal with it. Okay, seasonal. Um, I wrote that over quarantine. Okay. And I I've always really struggled with 
like some pretty intense mood swings and a lot of seasonal depression and that was and, and just like how the weather really really affects my mood a lot of times and like on a beautiful day I feel great you know but when it's gloomy outside I feel gloomy inside and I, I wish that I could like look past that a lot of times but just has such an effect on me and you know being locked inside like I was really noticing that oh alright oh so you, when you said broke that uh, during quarantine um how did quarantine affect you with your music did it put a kind of hold on it or were you able to get a lot a lot of stuff recorded um i wrote a lot i didn't record a lot until it got a little more like safe to to do that i had like a lot of shows planned that i had to cancel and I feel like I had a lot of momentum at that time and shows were kind of really, or I was playing a lot of shows and I, I loved playing them and that really worked for me. Like performing in front of people really worked. I wasn't really good at being like an online presence and, you know, that was when like TikTok was starting and that's a whole thing now. Um, I do feel like it put a, damper on some momentum that I had at the time and I'm still like I feel like I'm finally getting out of that you know uh, yeah the uh, quarantine quarantine shut a lot of things down it also started a lot of things like you said TikTok a lot of people got into the podcast game during that uh, quarantine changed quarantine changed the world and I don't think we're ever going to get back to what we was prior to the quarantine before the virus and all of that. Uh, but it, like I said, it's a couple more songs that I want to get to. FOMO. Yeah, I love FOMO. That. I love <laughs> Thank you. Um, one of the like first few songs that I ever wrote, I actually wrote that song in the practice room, one of the practice rooms at MTSU. And just because, like, I was still pretty, like, sheltered, <laughs> like, around then, like, you know, I was, it was, like, my, like, sophomore year of college, and everyone was being, like, everyone was doing the college thing, right. like, the parties and stuff, and I just wasn't yet. I had my little phase of that, but like, I was definitely feeling like a little, a little left out of like the college life then. Um, and I, yeah, it's basically about, about the fear of missing out. Okay. All right. And then one more, easier to be angry. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. I went through a pretty bad breakup end of last year around Thanksgiving. It was really my only big, big breakup. I dated this guy for four years. I'm tw I just turned 25. Um, so we dated like through some really intense moments. Like we dated through COVID 
you know, when I quit school, like we went through a lot of things together. And I thought that this was like end all be all with this guy. And we kind of said that it was. And it just basically like it got really ugly, like really fast. And we broke up and that rocked my world. I had I'd never thought that was going to happen. And I went to my friend Chancey's house like the next week. And he was like, the guy that I dated was already seeing another girl in like the next week. And man, I was fired up. I mean, like, well, me too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just pissed off. Like, I, I had never... I don't think I have ever experienced hate like in, in my blood until that moment. And I went to um, my friend's house and he was the co-writer on the song. He plays guitar. And I just, I remember walking in and being like, I've got to write, I've got to write something and it's going to be ugly (laughs) because I was just like, my blood was boiling. Like, and the first thing I said I was like, okay, I think it needs to start off like, I hate your family and I hate your friends and I hate you, you know? And so that's where like the whole concept came from. Cause it was just easier to like be mad at him than to like, you can't start healing right off the bat. You have to be mad, you know? I'm preaching right now. Yes, you do have to be mad. You have to go through the angry phase yeah it yes and it's like I hated him but like I still loved him of course you know um and it's like I I think you can hate and love someone at the same time and I think that song like captures that it does it does very well (laughs) um uh, like I said, great song. So two, two more questions before we get up out of here. What is your favorite song? Your favorite song? Um, I would probably say Untitled or How Does It Feel by D'Angelo is up there for me, if not number one. And there's this guy called Serpent with Feet. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's pretty small still, but he has this song called Bless Your Heart. That's beautiful. You should check it out. And it's just like poetry in the form of music. Okay. Then what's your favorite song of you that you wrote? Um, that's released. Yes, that's release. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> <at least. laughs> um, I do love Easier to Be Angry. I think that's the best song I've released so far, but I would say my favorite is probably the the either Lock My Door or the interlude track on that album. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. So, anything you want to promote? Any new music coming? Any shows coming that you want to shout out? Um, I am releasing another single 
before the year is over. Um, but yeah, I'm mainly just focusing on recording a new EP right now. So, yeah. Okay, that is as dope. Like I said, your music's incredible. Everybody that I've shared it to said your music was great. So I just, I, you gonna be dope. I already know it. Like you just gonna take over. Remember, us small people when you take over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank <laughs> you for having me. When you go on your next your big press run, just remember the small people. Maybe come back say have one time for the one time. I could never forget. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, tell people real quick, promote your music, tell them where they can find it and all of that. Yeah, it's on every, all the platforms. It's just AG Sully. Um, and my social socials are under agsully.club. Alright. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, y'all know what time it is. This is Hold Up and Another Thing presented by Mixed Vast Media. I told y'all we was going to bring the vast. Make sure y'all check her out. She's dope. I'm not just saying it because she's on the pod. She really is dope. We're going to catch y'all next week. Later.